Do you remember Play School, the rocket clock? No. Oh, yeah, what? No. The rocket clock? Yeah, the rocket clock on Play School. That's how you knew what time it was. Anyway, I think we needed... Oh, it's your beauty time. Yeah, we need like a Tuesday jingle. Like, it's Tuesday, it's your beauty, beauty time. Yeah, I like that. Okay, do you want me to come up with a new jingle? Yeah, maybe okay. later. Uh, Homework. <laughs> welcome to your beauty. This is the podcast for your face and I'm Lee Campbell. I'm Kelly McCarran and we have some killer questions today. So if you have your own questions, make sure that you send us an email at podcast at mamamia.com.au or give us a phone on the, give us a call <laughs> on the pod phone, 8999386. And hey, I've got to ask you something. Do you subscribe to You Beauty? Because if you don't, that would be such a huge help. It would help us keep doing what we love doing. And while you're in the podcast app, just be generous and give us five stars. Give us a comment. Go on. We'll be your best friends. But first today, let's go ahead and listen to our lovely phone call from... We don't know her name. (laughs) And press play. (laughs) Hi, this is a question for Lee and Kelly on You Beauty. I'm so confused by the word brightening. I keep going to look for an eye cream and a face cream and they all say brightening and I kind of equate that with whitening. Are they going to make me pale? I have a tan. I don't really want to go more pale. Can you please help? I'm so confused. Great question, right? So good. Yes. Okay, I realised again... Brightening is something we refer to all the time without explaining what it okay, is. Okay, you can't beat yourself up about that though because otherwise you'll just be doing that every time someone asks a question. Okay, This is what you. the questions are for. Thank you, Kelly. I really appreciate that. So brightening and you associate it with whitening, you're not far off to be honest. So brightening is probably whitening's less severe little sister. So it's a really interesting trend and of course it depends on your heritage and where you're from. But in Asian countries, being more pale, therefore using whitening products, is seen to be more attractive. Oftentimes in Western culture and particularly, I know Kelly loves a spray tan, having a tan <laughs> is associated with looking better. Hot. You know. <laughs> joking. I think that so many pale people are beautiful. Yeah. But it's really interesting because obviously there's not one better or worse. No, definitely not. But what brightening refers to is unifying the complexion so that it's treating any sort of pigmentation, dark spots, um, dullness, ruddiness, so that your skin looks brighter, essentially. And so bright is kind of like as if there was a sun in your face beaming out of it. Bright and glowy, I would Put think, together, yeah. absolutely. and Not so, bright and white. No. And when whitening first kind of came to Australia and the US and stuff from Asia, it was quite full on because they do use a lot of those products there. And like there were some products with like bleach in them, right? They still have them. <gasps> and look, that's, that's completely crazy. But it's their culture. So you've got to kind of understand but that. Isn't that bad for your skin? Well, I guess not. They've probably no, got like, like vitamin experts, A and yeah. yeah, exactly. But... Interestingly, this study that I'm about to refer to was actually done about 10 years ago, but I remember when it came out because us as beauty editors were like, wow, that's life-changing because Mm. in terms of anti-aging, we always just sort wrinkles, fine lines. Wrinkles make you look old, so you want to fight wrinkles. And then they did this huge study that showed that actually human perception, sure, sees maybe wrinkles and lines as aging, but discoloration and uneven pigment is seen equally or as more as ageing or perception of someone's age. Yep. So if you use brightening products, you're unifying your complexion and you will perceive to be healthier, that you look after yourself more, that you're probably younger than you are, if that makes sense. So anti-ageing isn't about wrinkles. Mm. Brightening products are generally anti-ageing as well. 
Well, babies don't have discoloration or <laughs> no, pigmentation. They don't. Babies do not have pigmentation. But yeah, brightening products will um, work on pigmentation, hyperpigmentation, melasma, any sort of tone issues, if that makes sense. You mentioned that's generally for face cream. You also mentioned for eye cream. So a brightening eye cream would be fighting those dark circles, those kind of blue-black circles around the eye. You do say, I have a tan. Brightening products can kind of promote cell renewal, so they may take off your tan a little bit. My husband is has got beautiful Greek skin tone and always looks really great whenever I put a brightening mask or something on him. Afterwards, he's like, oh, my tan's gone. <laughs> um, so he doesn't like brightening, and I get that, but he doesn't need it because his skin is all just one delicious colour, whereas mine, I've got sunspots, I've got some acne scarring, so brightening's definitely for me. A lot, a lot of products will have brightening components just because it's such a desired result. It's not going to whiten your face to the point where you're going to wake up and go, oh my God, I'm a different person. It's just going to unify your complexion. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's definitely a really big trend. I don't think it's going anywhere because it's so closely linked to luminosity and glow. And that's the elusive glow we're all trying to get by brightening. Anonymous has asked, every time I get my top lip and eyebrows waxed, I break out 24 hours later with really sore pimples. Is there anything I can do to help? I already take an antihistamine and then apply a cold compress, but they also rub a gentle face cream after. Could this be the cause? It lasts for a week, so I'd almost rather not get waxed. Anonymous, are you secretly my sister? (laughs) Happens to you? No, not like I think this is my sister. Oh, what happens to your actual sister? Yeah, like she, this literally could be her because this exact thing happens to her. Do you know that your sister's not your twin? All right. A lot of people think that you we guys look a little are bit alike. Identical. We're not at all. You're identical. We're not. Okay. I'm going to put a photo of Kelly's sister in the show notes because Kelly put up a photo of her, her sister, and I was like commenting and she's yeah. like, no, that's my sister. It was rude because I was making fun of my sister <laughs> and how dreadful she looked. And Lee was like, um, that's you, isn't it? <sighs> identical. Anyway, <laughs> Kelly's sister slash anonymous. <laughs> I feel you. Lots and lots of people break out from facial waxing, so you're not alone. What I am a little bit alarmed is that you say they're really sore pimples because usually what they're people like little, get little bumpy, bumpy pimples. Sore pimples are a, a bit extreme, so I feel for you because that's not very nice. There's a few things we can try. Um, using an exfoliant the day before and the day after. So I would go for a BHA here, not an AHA, because mm-hmm. it's really going to open up those cells and sloth away that dead skin so that the hair can come out and not get obstructed by any sort of debris or anything like that. I would ask, well, you'll know, but find out what kind of wax your person is using. It's likely they're using strip wax. So strip wax is where they put the wax on, put a strip on top and rip it off. That's definitely harsher. I would try hot wax. So hot wax is usually, it's usually pink. Um, The more mild wax where they put it on, let it go hard, and then they peel off the corner and rip it off. That's definitely a milder wax and you'll get less breakout. So hot wax instead of strip wax. Um, What about the ones that are already pre-waxed? Like at home? Yeah. That would count as strip wax. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing it at home if she's got this issue. I'd be going to a professional. Um, Don't touch it. So afterwards, don't touch, don't put makeup on. I don't want you to do anything. I want you to leave it. You say they're putting a cream on top. I'm sure they know what they're doing in that they're not using any oil-based products, but it should be free from oil. It should be, you know, like a aloe vera or something like that. You could try, just say, no thanks, don't do anything. Mm. So they'll use an alcohol swipe afterwards and then 
don't let them put anything on and see if that makes a difference. Uh, it also depends how often you get waxed. So believe it or not, your skin kind of builds up a bit of a tolerance. So if you're going every three or four weeks, your skin gets used to it. If you're going every four months, your skin's like, oh, what's this? I haven't done this before. And it really doesn't like it. So going more often and not having such an epic wax session yeah. could really help. If Try face shaving. It's her eyebrows, I think. Though. No, sorry, the moustache area. Oh, yeah, you could shave your moustache. Yep, you could do that, dermaplaning. Um, but I'm assuming it's her brows. Oh, it is her brows. Um, try threading. So your person might also offer threading or go to somewhere else that offers threading. Um, it hurts like a mother effer. Generally, the brows aren't too bad. I used to get the side of my face threaded because I am a hairy person. <laughs> and then I ended up just getting it lasered because it I dreaded the threading, um, but threading is really good because you shouldn't get the breakouts that you get with waxing. More gentle. Well, more gentle result, more painful process, oh. but beauty. How can anything be more painful than waxing? Oh my God. Can I, th I don't know how to thread, but if I could thread your face, it would be great. But I ended up just getting it all lasered off because I had like a helmet of hair, like my you sideburns. You must have been dark though, because your hair has to be dark I to was dark. I had, my sideburns laser. went down and joined like the hair behind my ears. Oh my God, like, you were Elvis? I wore a helmet of hair. It was terrible. <laughs> and I just finally got it lasered and it was the best thing I've ever done. Spendy savey, spendy savey, give me a spendy, what's your spendy? Alright, so I'm feeling like a bargain this week, so can we start with your savey please? Do I have a bargain for you? Two eighty nine. Oh my gosh. I know. Is it a Mars bar? No, although that sounds more delicious at this point. No, it's Carmex lip balm. Oh yeah, good old Carmex. It's so, like, sorry guys, I know it's a little bit of a boring recommendation, but... It's just bloody good. You can get it in watermelon flavour. Oh, which I've is, got that on my desk. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so yummy. And it's actually just really nourishing. I love it. And right now in the depths, depths of winter, oh, your sweet. lips are probably dry. They air. crack. They get bleedy sometimes. If they, oh, they're horrible. So I've got one on my desk. You know how Carmex comes in the pot? So it's quite waxy. I find a tiny bit of Carmex as a base for like other yes! lips. Yes! It's a really good, like almost like a primer. I could not agree more. Yeah. But, and yeah, I use the, it's the pot I'm talking about, not the balm. No, the, the pot's the OG. Oh, yes. Bloody love it. It also kind of like... Freshens your breath, I feel like, because it's a little bit minty. <laughs> Mentholy. I don't know. Are you eating it? No. <laughs> Although I... <laughs> no. The um, watermelon one, you could. Yeah. So really delicious, like, sorry, simple, boring, but amazing, really effective. I agree. Sometimes you just want to go to the pharmacy and get the stuff that works. Exactly. So that's my savvy for oh, the week. Well, I thought my savvy was cheap, but it's not. It's 12 bucks. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? But it's not $2. It's the Innisfree Skinny Brow Pencil in shade 6. Innisfree. What's that brand? Innisfree. So you will have heard it way back when we started. I recommended some of their sheet masks. They're like three bucks. Oh, it's a yes. a Korean yes, brand. Yes. They started with stores in Melbourne and the rest of the country were like, yo, what the hell? Now there's Sydney. I think there's one in Queensland. I don't know. And you can also get it online. Um, really amazing skincare. Really amazing everything. Now they've got foundation, shadows, mm -hmm. tools, everything. I love this eye pencil because it's a dupe for my favourite eye pencil, which I'm not going to tell you now because I'm going to do in my bag soon. Very exciting. But it's the Innisfree Skinny Brow Pencil. It's very, very skinny. That's why I like it. So you can really use it to mimic hair strokes. Whereas traditional brow pencils I was never into because it looked like 
a kid had drawn on eyebrows with a crayon. I'm such the opposite. <laughs> I just like something the bigger the better because what? I just want to. Yeah. No, I like that. What I do is I almost like flick my wrist quite violently and do okay. hair strokes. I'm my brows are so hairy though, so I literally just need the color. That's uh, why. Yeah. No, I've got patches to the point where I have to pretend there's hair. Oh, okay. Mm. So I do that, and then I use a spoolie to soften the edges, but it still looks like I've got hair instead of just a block of dark brown because also you're fairer than me whereas I've got to get it quite right how interesting though that you have such sparse sad brows but your face (laughs) but your face is hairy listen Kelly yes I've got a very unfortunate (laughs) face and no eyebrows The truth is that you must have missed it because you're a bit younger than me. When I was 14, it was very cool to have almost no eyebrows. Oh, no, I I went through that as well. I just... They've never fully recovered. They've recovered quite well and I did have um, feather tattooing, but that was five years ago. It's almost all gone. Do you think that those brows are ever going to come back? Please, God, no. Please, yeah, for the love of all things fashion, no. podcast has any sort of influence, we will not let it happen. Um, But the Innisfree Brow Pencil, it's super, super fine, so I love it because you can get in there and, like, get skinny little feather strokes and kind of almost do it yourself. That's a fantastic price. Thank you. I'm quite pleased with myself. What is your spendy? So let's just say that my spendy... um, Sure goes against my two dollar eighty savey. Oh god. Okay, guys, I'm doing it. It is the Tom Ford Jasmine Rouge <gasps> perfume. That is the most beautiful perfume in the world. It is also delightful. Maybe one of the most expensive. It's four hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> four hundred and seventy dollars. Look at producer Rach. Just look like she'd got bad news. <laughs> like she looks like she's about to burst into tears because it is just such an outrageous. Do you know? I didn't actually. I remember. I've obviously blocked it from my mind, and I just googled it to see how much it was, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Whenever, that's when people, rent. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Totally. That's like a really nice dress to a wedding. Anyway. You would only wear that dress once, wouldn't you? How many times do you get to wear a perfume? Cost per wear. That's very true. Mm. That's very true. Whenever anyone asks me how much Tom Ford is, I'm like, oh, about 300. Like I just saw no, a number yeah, out. That's but... what I just thought. Mm. No. So talk me through the fragrance. It's Jasmine. Yeah. So if you don't like Jasmine, this is not for you because, I mean. Who doesn't like Jasmine? Okay. Well, I know a few people that don't <gasps> like I've bought that to work before to put on like for a special occasion after work and someone was like, oh, I don't like Jasmine. <gasps> you should unfriend them. Well, Jasmine is the most delightful Um, scent. It is beautiful. It's one of my favourites. And I think it's a true Tom Ford in that it's the primary fragrance. Yeah, like there's just like a note that you you know, yes, that is. And you walk past someone if you know perfumes and you're like, She's wearing Jasmine Rouge by like it's just beautiful. My favorite Tom Ford is Jasmine Noir. So we both love the Jasmines. Which one's the Jasmine Noir? It's the one in the black bottle. (gasps) Yes, I love that one too. Mm. And then they've got the range from that one they've got things but the black bottle they're actually a little bit cheaper yeah see i'm not as bougie as you finally for once yes (laughs) but yeah it's a beautiful um gift for yourself if you're getting married or like if it's your mum's 60th or something like it's Mm. a special you could get a few people to put in for your birthday um and yeah kelly you could always get it for me for christmas yeah sure (laughs) yeah Yep, I'm not paying for a wedding this year. No, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> What's your spendy? Okay, my spendy is so look, you guys know that I use a lot of a brand called Beauté Pacifique. Yes. And I don't recommend it on here very much because it's hard to get. So you have to get it through uh, like a facialist person, skin or a person. Yeah, mm. like a, you know, a, where you get your facials. You mm. can't just get it from DJs or whatever. Can you order it online? No. Oh, oh maybe you can. I don't think so. Probably um, not reputable. Like It's you, not like widely available online. Yeah. But I'll try and find a link and put it in the show notes. So that's why I don't 
talk about it much, but the range is so bloody good. It's Princess Mary's favourite skincare line, just FYI. (laughs) She's got beautiful skin. So the product I'm going to recommend is the Beauté Pacifique Submersive Serum Paradox. It's $113. It's called a serum, but it's a face oil. Oh, I like it already. Well, look, I've never used a face oil in the day before because what? Like I used to be oily combo. I don't know what my skin is anymore, but it's just never been something I've entertained. Then I read about this product online. It is like a super potent oil serum that has got hardcore anti-aging in it. Um, It's got anti-redness. If you've got rosacea, I don't have rosacea. But the other stuff I love about it is that they say it's the perfect base for makeup. And I was like, how can an oil be the perfect base for makeup? So you use two to three drops. Mm -hmm. So I'll use a regular serum first. Then I'll put this on. And I'll wait about five to ten minutes and do my makeup. Oh, my God. You are just so glowy. And it fills in. Is that what you've got under your makeup today? Yes. You're beautiful. It fills in your pores. It's like, I can't explain it. So you wouldn't need to, not that you use a primer anyway, but you wouldn't need No, I'm need not a, a primer, but it almost is a primer. But skincare primer. Yes. <gasps> it's just so good. It comes in this beautiful, like, blue-green ombre bottle. Because oh, the Beauté Pacific in general, the packaging's really daggy. Oh. It's just not cool. But this bottle's beautiful. Yes, $113 is amazing. But after I've, like, been wearing my makeup on top and everyone's like, wow, you're glowing. And I'm like... Yeah, thanks. I'm just pretending that because I'm healthy it's just and beautiful. Your skin. Mm. Yeah, no, it's this product. So sorry that it's really hard to get, but um, I'm going to try and find some places and put them in the show notes. Because will you or will Amy Clark? Amy Clark will do that. <laughs> but I just really want to get this range out there because it needs to be in more people's routines. Oh, it's I really want to try this. It sounds amazing. Yeah, you can also mix two drops in your foundation if you want. Beautiful. Yeah, anyway, I'm just loving it. So that's it for this week, guys. But before we go, Kelly, who's in the studio? It's It's not Beyonce, but it's just as good. It's the beautiful Amy Clark. Hello. I'm not going to (laughs) sing. She's looking at us like she's like the we're actually mad. Like these idiots. Why? What have I signed up for? And the beautiful Amy is here because for the next few Thursdays, well, for a lot of Thursdays, you're going to be hearing from Amy interviewing people for In Her Bag instead of me. Yes, I'm shoving out. Yes. (laughs) Well, she's going to shove out a baby. It was her grand master plan. And then there's a few more weeks of Kel and I together on Tuesdays and then Amy's taking over that too. So Amy, I wanted to say thank you so much for taking on my baby while oh, I'm my gone. My pleasure. I will take good care of her. You two as look in after the podcast. each other. You take care of the baby. You take care of the human <laughs> baby and we'll take care of the podcast. Don't yep. like each other too much. We won't. Don't have too much fun. We won't at all. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> but I know that you beauty is in great hands with Amy, so I hope you enjoy. <laughs> 